Greetings, travelers, and welcome to Geronimo Reviews. This is Rob. And I am Mike. And in this video, we'll be discussing Brightburn. <laughs> what a burn it was. <laughs> wow, a good burn. I thought so. <laughs> yeah, uh, so first off, this is definitely for those who uh, have already seen the film. I think Mike and I right off the bat can agree that definitely. Brightburn. We love movies. If you haven't seen it, yeah. don't let us ruin it for you. We want you to watch it and then come back and right. hear what we think. You could tell us what you think in the comments. Yes. I'm excited. This We just finished it. Just so. finished it. Yeah. Uh, wow. So, oh, man. Also, what? thank you to the viewer. Yeah, who recommended this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, really, pre please give us more of that. Yeah, yeah. This this is right up our alley. Yeah. I mean, I, it's funny. I never thought that you can combine the superhero origin story with horror. Right? I, you know, it's funny. I thought it could be done. I'm surprised it wasn't ever done. Right. You know, it's more of that. I remember sitting through the movie thinking, why didn't anybody come up with this idea before? Like, it seems so obvious to have. Well, what I love is that it is such a blatant, like, yeah, he's Superman. Right. But he's not Superman. Right. Like, and you forget that. He's got... The invincibility. Yes. He's got the laser vision. Mm -hmm. He's got super speed, he super flies. strength. He flies. It's like right out of the book. Yeah. I'm such a fan of them not trying to give him some version mm -hmm. of the powers. Yes. It is just classic. Mm -hmm. What if Superman wasn't for the good guy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally into it. Oh yeah, it was great, and it's in Kansas. The the Brightburn, Kansas. Yeah, yeah. The, the little capsule that he comes in as an infant. It's the same origin story as Superman, but yeah. like you said, it's literally... A, a husband and wife living in a farmhouse. Right, and she, uh, nowhere. She's, uh, she hasn't been able to have or get pregnant, basically. Yeah, you don't know why, if yeah. it's him or her. Right, it's just hinted. That you know. they've been trying and... Right. And yeah, and even that, like, I love a movie that can give you subtle hints that you might not even have seen. Like, the right. movie starts with the first shot is the Briar Farm, mm -hmm. you know to the book that right. says infertility. So yeah. either he or she has you been reading hint. up on it. right? But you could easily just look right past that if you're not really paying attention mm -hmm. and they just go at it. And it's like the movie, even the characters really love the husband and wife because you get this impression that they are a team. They yeah. love each other, but it's the one difficulty that they have. Yeah, right. No, you, you feel for the characters. And I, first off, I looked up the budget. It was only like six to eight million. Right, which is nothing for a superhero film I these know. days. And the the effects. I mean, you you. I know you work in television, and like, gotta say, the effects with that budget was really good. I would say there's nothing I noticed that would give me the impression that it was low budget. Right. Like I didn't all. see the laser vision was on point. His yeah. super speed was on point. You didn't really see much of, you know. Super. I guess there wasn't a ton of CGI other than the laser and vision. him flying, but like it was so well done and so subtle because it's usually far away. Yeah, and it, the way it's done is like you said, it's super speed, so yeah. you can have sort of an image just blast across so quickly that you won't even know what it is. Right. Love the costume design. Yeah. So oh. simple. I kept bouncing back and forth with you, waiting for like, are they going to age him? Are we going to see know. adult him? Like, and the world is going to be messed up, or yeah. is it going to be him as a kid? It was a it was a thrill ride from the second yeah. you realize he didn't know he had powers. Yes. They don't know he has powers. Yeah, and they were hiding it from him. That well, that was the one the thing. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, communication. She folks. sees something, doesn't tell him. 
he sees something, doesn't tell her yeah. until finally, like, we screwed up. I got to tell you something. We got a serious issue here. I don't know if we can contain it. Like, to the point where now he's bringing him into the woods to put oh, him down. That was insane. That was intense. I have to say, the acting, again, was really good. Yeah, and yeah. Elizabeth Banks did a killer job. Killer job. Because, like, you felt the struggle because she desperately wanted to have a kid. And now she finally has this child who she felt just came from the sky like from God because she said they were praying. Yeah, very believable in yeah. that sense. You you could kind of relate so much to that character because mm-hmm. I'm sure there are a ton of people who have gone through that type sure. of thing where you're just praying to God or someone to hope, like, why have you kind of cursed me with this punishment? Right. And suddenly, like something comes down from the sky and it's a small infant child it's just the twist of what would you do if that choice you made turned out to be superman (laughs) super evil yeah right (laughs) i mean my god and i have to say this movie did not hold back on the gore no (laughs) no so if it's something you're queasy with yeah you know Still watch it. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you should always jump into fear and uncomfortable situations for the sake of, you know, experiences. And for the horror, you know. But let me tell you, I was I was cringing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That scene in with the uncle in the truck. Oh, it's going to stick with me for a while with his jaw hanging open. And he's like still breathing. That's the one thing this this film want to do. It's like, oh, you think they're dead? No, they're going to get a couple more breaths in and then they're going to die. And I'm like, oh, God. And what I love is that the film doesn't have any slow buildup. No. You're constantly on the edge, I guess, because you're sitting there, at least in my opinion, as helpless as everybody else is to his character, Brandon. Yeah. You you know you're not beating him. No. From the start up until that moment when she finally actually realizes that the only thing that could hurt him is his own world's... Uh, right uh the ship just or, like um that's how you kill superman his something yeah, from his Krypton. planet's crib yeah yeah right so that is such a nice touch but the whole beginning and into that movie you don't really believe that no. so the process of just like nobody's beating this guy no and no. you don't piss him off kind no, of thing don't and then i was eating it up yeah me too and i i like how he like it it was a slow evolution into who he's like, what he's meant to be there. Because what I thought was creepy, really, believe it or not, the creepiest thing was the voice from the spaceship that was calling to him in that Lalian language. That's another great step into just the subtlety. Because of course, you want to know the origin story of what his planet is, right, where he right. came from. They don't tell you. Yeah, you want to know. Everything about his powers, you, they don't tell you. Like, we yeah. don't even know if he has more powers than that, right? Superman has, like, the breath and yeah. all that kind of... He has right. the x-ray vision. Like, yeah. we don't know. It's just a lot of questions that I love they leave unanswered. Yeah. No, definitely. Because, you know, I think they assume, look, you already know the Superman origin story. So we're not going to rehash all that. We're just going to put a dark twist on it. Yeah, deep down, it's more of like, you're just along for the ride. It really is. And it's my favorite length. You know I love movies that are an hour and a half. That's my sweet spot length. Yeah. Although I will say, I said it to you before, (laughs) by the end of that movie, when she doesn't get him, I I was like, let's see what he does to you. You know, the United States, the world. Because that concept of take the world, yes, just that slow yes. burn of that. He's trying to translate it too. And you know, in the beginning, I actually felt bad for him because he, you could tell he does love his mom and dad. 
And he has his relationship with his friends and everything like that, kind of, with the girl he likes. Well, him. yeah. And then, you know, he gets bullied. Him. But it's it's like the classic kid situation. I mean, he's not told other than he's adopted. So that plays into somebody's psyche, I'm sure. Right. And now you're getting these random, like he has a seizure in bed and then it goes to like this blind vision come back and he's in the barn just trying to open the doors it is a hard moment to watch because he's sort of like what am i i felt bad for him but then like but then the thing is though that's the thing was it always sitting there inside him and and this thing was just reminding him you know like what your mission this is is what you're supposed to be there to do because he ends up translating the the message that the ship keeps telling him. he certainly seems to embrace it later on (laughs) With those poor chickens. And, uh, I, my one of my favorite scenes is he's sitting there eating the cereal. Yeah, and they're telling him that his uncle's dead. We just and killed. there's just sort of like this. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, you can cry if you want to. You want me to cry? Like, well, you know, it's okay to cry. Yeah, I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Cereal's gonna get soggy. <laughs> and the, the the father's just like losing his mind, dude. That's a great dynamic, too. It shows just relatable characters, in my opinion, that he knows he's helpless. He's confused by everything, uh, what the son is. You know, he knows so little, yeah. but he wants to still be the father. That There's that great moment when he's looking through the father, you know, birthday cards and him as a small child, the photo. It's like such a touching moment that I yeah. think is key. Because it shows his humanity. It I think does. if you go into that wood scene where he wants to put him down without that, right. it seems aggressive. Right. Because right. maybe there's something else you could do than like skip to the step of like, well, you got to put him down. Right. But getting that piece is such a, a, a necessary, in my opinion. Absolutely. Chapter in mm-hmm. that moment. Yeah, because now you feel the struggle that the that the father's feeling absolutely total conflict yeah because he doesn't want to do this no. but he actually you know sees what his son is right and same and thing the with the mother the, the yeah. mother kind of has that conflict when she finally has the moment of like this needs to be done but at the same time so much of her is holding out hope that this isn't the case until she gets that book. Yes. And she starts rolling through the book. Oh. He's surprisingly a good artist like she is. Oh, he's, he oh, might yeah. not be. That's ironic. That's right. She's an artist. Yeah. I forgot that. Except what he's drawing. <laughs> Let me tell you, the set design too in the house, yeah. like what she draws, there's one scene that caught my eye, the background. Let me. I'm curious if anybody else picks it up, obviously. Uh-huh. Watch the movie first, then yeah. watch this and let me know if you saw it. There's a painting she has Later in the movie, when he the kid comes back with no shirt on yeah. and he's lying, there's a smiley face in on the wall with like this tear on it. It's such a cool painting. It's almost like connected to his sort of you know shed a tear, like feel bad for me. Oh, like, interesting. I didn't. I see got that. bullied. Oh, it was really weird. Oh, because he comes down and he says and that whole fakes BS this story whole story, and the father bullied. and the mother don't believe it. But it's kind of like. The yeah. painting on the wall shows like this pretend. Yeah, oh, that's it just connected it for me. Oh, but. In- I didn't even think of that. Yeah, no, the kid was good. I was a little worried because I was, when I was like, "Oh, we're gonna see him as a kid the whole movie." I was like, "Oh, it's but- it's a risky thing." Yeah, but but I, I was along for it, and he was creepy. Oh, <laughs> terrifying, like, terrifying, like Damien Omen creepy. Oh, I'd almost make the case that it's worse. I think so because too. you know what he can do. Yeah, right. 
you we're seen it? we're in it before the characters in the movie know what right. he could do. You know, and that helpless mother of the girl she like like oh, the girl he likes when he's like stalking her. That woman, she pulls oh, that thing out of her eye. Oh, that was, was losing it, man. Oh, that scene, losing it. That's when I was like, oh, this this, this movie's poor helpless woman. And I told that's when. And when that scene happened, and it started to feel like a horror film, I went, oh, right, this isn't a superhero movie. Yeah, I, I think I mentioned said that. that. I At one like, point, she's sitting there just cleaning it. I'm like, I keep thinking, superhero, it's the, not no. going to be a save. Nobody's coming to save any of these people. No, and they're defenseless. There's no one. And maybe that's the weird transition that I didn't feel, mm-hmm. because every superhero movie that you watch, or any movie where superpowers come into play, you're always expecting the hero, right? Somebody who completely comes in and overpowers the helpless, you know, civilian. Yeah. Like somebody's got to stand up for the little guy. And this is one of those moments is like, nobody's coming to save you. (laughs) Nobody. Like you are on your own. You're an ant and you cannot escape the boot. Yeah. (laughs) That was a perfect analogy. Yeah. It really is just a brutally fun dark movie yeah and now i mean right away mike and i had to look up we were like okay we need to see a sequel because i want to see him older just you know literally taking the world and as we have done some research it seems like that could be the case right apparently there's like an idea james gunn is the producer guy the guards of the galaxy and uh, i think his brother wrote it so apparently there's like an interest in doing they have like two of two more planned and they're going to create like this evil Justice League. Well, there's a great moment at the very end yeah. in the credits. Make sure you watch all the way to the credits because they do show him terrorizing towns and then into oh. cities. And now people know him. But there's that last moment of a newscaster actually discussing not just him, but several other, other villains. Creatures. And some of them looked weird. Really wild looking. They looked it was really weird. Unusual, different. It was like a witch with... Vines, and I love that they were all these just drawings or images that you couldn't really see the exact character. Like you see him just flying, hovering. You see her in just a drawing. The other character is just this dark face. Really well done across the board. I I was impressed. Oh, I was, I was really impressed with the film, man. And I'm, I was, I'm trying to look up to see if they have a picture of that little team. It's probably online somewhere. Yeah, because like again, they, they put up those those characters when he's doing that newscast thing, and those characters look really interesting. The only thing I would say, if you had to critique anything in the film, just for feedback yeah, purposes, go ahead, go ahead. There's a few moments when you kind of get a dynamic, at least from my experience, of like, what would parents or an aunt and uncle be like in a situation yeah, i agree like you know i'm i've never been a 12 year old who's received a gun but i didn't grow up in a certain part of town when maybe that's normal but for me it just didn't feel like that aunt connection to him like he, he approaches the door and gives her like this weird threat and the first thought is like you don't call your sister yeah i was waiting for that like I thought she was going to be like, listen, you know, your your son's here and he just really creeped me out. Yeah, he just threatened me, basically. Right. Yeah, I was waiting for that, but she didn't do it. So, And then even the, the uncle, that whole uncle scene was like, he goes from being the very obvious, like, what the hell are you doing in my house? Wearing this mask. Get out of here. I'm taking you home. That felt real. But then the second it's like, get in the truck. Well, why did he get in the car? 
I don't know. That's what I'm trying to get at. If I have to critique anything yeah, no, in the film, that that's the scene. Part. Not that I think the actor played it wrong. No, no, the writing. Yeah, I think it just was a very odd choice because as an uncle, all right, I guess we've never experienced a super villain as our nephew, but <laughs> at the same time, my reaction would be like, Brandon, yeah. what the hell are you? <laughs> you know, yeah. not like a start the car, start the car, it's time to go. Yeah. No. I think they played a little bit of comedy sprinkle in there. Yeah, and I don't know if it worked because I, I agree. I'm on the same page with you. That was the one part, the main well, part that stuck out to me. I was like, "This is weird." This well, because they're throwing place. a little comedy in there right before probably the most brutal moment in the whole movie of him like slamming his jaw Goes into, into the, the steering wheel. And it breaks and shit. Oof, that was a rough scene. To it watch. is brutal. So he, uh, maybe there is a point to comment. Some can make the argument that I think it did hit. So you know, it's obviously just our opinion. I didn't feel it yeah, no, would I, play out that way in my scenario. No, I completely agree. I completely agree because also when he's screaming and grabbing him and taking him outside and then sl- and then the he kid, slams him into the garage door. How did the wife not hear that? Not to mention, would your reaction automatically be like, leave your wife, get in the car yeah, and drive right. away? You know why they needed to do that? Because they needed to make an excuse that he drove home this- drunk. Right. And and that's exactly it. in the writing it had to fit like it was an accident. Same way that they tried to play on that the airplane was an accident at the end that crashes into the house and the kid's the only one. Right. Only to get to the perspective anyway that he's a super villain yeah. killing. So it's sort of like you try and set up all these roadblocks of like nobody suspects him only to come to that conclusion anyway it seems almost unnecessary to force i agree like they should have just had him get in the car with him drive and then you know let him show his powers there instead of the whole thing the whole display in front at the garage in the garage even the same thing with the cops the two the two uh cops get here one cop gets like blown to bits (laughs) right out the gate that was then the woman she's trying to call it in for some reason it's not working like that kind of thing it's like i don't know if you needed to do that because ultimately how is that even happening that she can't call it in it's a radio like the 911 call took forever and i'm just like well would it i don't know i have no idea i mean 911 is pretty damn speedy but we don't live in brightburn kansas (laughs) That's true. Maybe there's a delay. But his his costume reminded me of like uh it kind of reminded me of the scarecrow. Oh, very bit. much. Well, it's it's you know? so homemade. Yeah. Which I think plays such a great scene mm-hmm. because it isn't like something that anybody couldn't make. Like it's right. very normal. Yeah. In that sense, but strikes fear, the red eyes, boy. Ooh. Any moment you saw him flying, every scene where you see him, notice it's a low angle always in that moment. Yeah, because it just shows that strength and power against like the the POV of just how helpless. Really a well-shot moment yeah. every time. It just amplifies that oh, effect. Yeah. So now, my question now to you is, do you think when he said, I want to do good, Mom, at the very end when she has the, the piece of the ship and she's ready to stab him, do you think... He meant it? I don't. I don't really? think so. Personally, when I saw that scene, I'm already in this mode of he is so much more powerful. And so far, nobody's outsmarted him mm. to give you the impression that like he can be fooled. True. Yeah. I, I, well, do you know what? I correct that statement because he didn't expect the father to he shoot didn't. him in the back of the head. He definitely didn't. He so, actually, that means he actually, he actually went out to shoot with his dad. 
and Huntwood is dead. Yeah, I guess so. He because did. Un- up until the point he realizes that the father shot him. He felt betrayed. Yeah. And he burns his brain out. So maybe maybe there is something to be said about that scene. And I also then give you the question, do you think the mother, when he says that, had a moment of change? You don't really see it. She was still going to... Well, you he think said she was that, still going to go? Well, because he, he said that and then she said... Then she started to raise it. Yeah, like so you... I, I think like... God, I believe you. I believe you good. I knew it. So I got to kill you. I got to kill you now. But uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of messed up in a way because like... I don't know. I don't know what that means for him, Mm. you know, in the future, basically. Well, let me tell you, there's nothing in that movie that gives you the impression he wants to do good. Well, no, not. I mean, at this point, from the start out, anybody who anybody who pisses him off, he's he's hulked out because he was very. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You're right. Hulked out because you notice it comes out when he's angry and he has emotion. Right. So not to use like the corny term of the classic superhero statement, but like with great power comes great Great responsibility. responsibility. So it'd be an interesting dynamic to see maybe in the second movie mm-hmm. as an adult, you know, has he just gone rageaholic where like he's just killing everything and everyone like people are hunkered down in, you know, Dude, I would love to bunkers see hiding yeah. from him or is it still just we fear him, but we haven't seen him in a while. And like, I'd love to see how they're going to play this see, out. See, like, How do you do a sequel to this, though? Because... Uh, maybe they'll get a bigger budget because they did make money from it. Did they, yeah, I assume they did because the movie didn't cost them that yeah, much. It so. didn't. It didn't destroy the box office, yeah. but uh, they definitely made profit. I believe it was like it was like I said, it was six or ten million, and I think they made thirty something. Yeah, and it said it was made twenty nineteen. So. so yeah, last year. So my question to you though is also now my second one is how do you do, how do you maintain the horror aspect? Because I think what makes this terrifying is that it feels like one of those suburban horror films with superhero stuff now if you bring it to a grander scale like cloverfield basically you know how do you maintain the horror i think the goal should stay the same which is keep the audience feeling as helpless as every character in it Mm. right the second you give this element of weakness to him, then I don't know if it scares you anymore. Right, right. Right. For me, it was so terrifying. I mean, you're afraid of a small child because of the small child's power yeah. and temper and yes. what he could do as a result of, be- of being angry. Yeah. You're afraid because you put yourself into the position, right? Everybody, if you're going to relate to those characters, I think your movie ultimately, if done well, is going to be really successful. Right. Because- you want to put yourself into that situation. How would you handle it? What would you do? So in a situation like the second one, if he is still a kid and doing this, you want to contain that strength the same way. Yeah, I don't know if the kid's going to be in it. You're right. I didn't even think of that. Right. Check if they turn him into an adult, I still think it's the same concept. It's just maybe it's even easier because as an adult now, he's he's fine-tuned his powers. He knows how strong yeah. he is. He's only gotten stronger. Yeah, he knows exactly Right, yeah, the, the government purpose. knows about him now. The, at least at the end of the movie, they're well aware. You know what? Then that can be a cool way to do it. So speaking of Cloverfield, and by the way, the, the kid being afraid of the kid. You know what it just remind me of? That that Twilight Zone movie and one of the episodes where the kid has all those powers and like. Oh yeah, terrified. puts one guy into the TV. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. it's gonna be like that kind of vibe. But like, wouldn't it's it- time to go now, <laughs> Ethel. <laughs> so creepy yeah and right it's the same same moment it's helpless every one of those people is totally helpless but they change it when he suddenly has 
a connection with his teacher. Right. And it's the only sympathetic the woman, yeah. moment, right? And now we're not afraid because he has that one person he's willing to you can't have that here. No, like, you can't. Don't give him a love interest. No, no. Don't no, give no. if you want it to be a horror, it has to hit as hard as this one I did. I love that. So real quick, I love that he broke that girl's hand. And I'm not I know that sounds Ooh. weird, but like the fact that you show that You knew it was coming too. Oh man, because the he, second that teacher was like, help him up, I'm like no, <laughs> don't do it. See, I'm I'm in that aspect the whole movie of like, how is he going to do this? I'm like, is he going to rip hearts out? Is he going to yes. rip your head off? Her Same. arm is going to come. The whole movie, I'm like, what is he going to do to the father? What is he going to do to the mother, the aunt, the uncle, yes. the friend? That's all my mind kept going to because you know it can't end well for them. No. you. The only hopeful moment you have is when she realizes, especially with the rest of the audience, the only thing that hurts him is that ship. Like, oh, yeah. oh, it was like that light bulb moment for me, at least. I didn't even think of it. Right. Like, oh, you I, see the cut happen. When I saw the cut, I was like, oh, that's going to be the only way they're going to kill him. It's definitely, but I forgot about it. Mm. G- genuinely forgot until she says something. It clicked back in my mind. I'm like, oh, absolutely. That's how yeah. he's going down. The question is, how are they going to play it out? Yeah. And I, I love that they chose to not make it a happy ending. Well, I mean, like, so she goes to kill him and then. He catches her hand, Ooh. and then I'm like, oh, shit. Just launches right into the air. Into the air where she, basically, she can't breathe up there, Ooh. right? And then he looks at her, and she touches his face, and then he just drops her Sorry. from the freak. <laughs> <laughs> drops her from the sky and kaput. I was, at, at that moment, I was hoping he was going to take her, like, all the way up That's into space. Ho- Me too. I was but hoping that. but that, It was still effective. Yeah, oh, yeah. Still and did it, a great he job. He lets her drop, and... uh and that plane comes and uh, <laughs> even that I love that they don't, don't show that it, yes. because so much gore happens they absolutely could have done that but that's that's one aspect anybody out there who's trying to make a movie yeah. less is more oh, yeah. look at the effect that that has with your mind yeah. because you don't know how he did it it, it sticks with me it more doesn't now. need to no cuz once you see the result of the wreckage thrown at the house to kind of represent that he made it look like an accident, it's just oh, brilliant. It, it was awesome. So much better. And it was perfect timing because Mike, oh wait, before we get into UFO stuff, <laughs> no, we, we were literally talking about UFOs before this, so it was like perfect timing when we watched this. But uh, you know how you could do a sequel also? You do it in a Cloverfield style where it's all through the perspective of the- of the One helpless person. Of the ants. Mm. And, and I'm not saying it has to be camera footage, but like, you know what I mean? Like just, just sort of like helpless viewers. He's this thing we see. This, mm. you know what I mean? That, that, that it's just fleeting. It's, an, it's a super interesting dynamic. How you would shoot, right? Because who's your main character? Who's your protagonist? And who's your antagonist? Because strangely enough, I would say your protagonist in this film mm-hmm. starts out as the kid. Right. Well, well, kind of Elizabeth. Yeah, you're right. But Elizabeth. Yeah, you're right. Well, I think it's Elizabeth Banks. You could have more than one protagonist, sure, sure. right? I'm so I think the family as a whole is a great kind of like they have a great son, and yeah. you know they got what they wanted, so everything's great, right? Three great characters, happy until we see this turn yeah. of the dial on him, and you see him less in the second half. The second he throws that lawnmower, and then decides. <sighs> What happens if I put, put my, my finger, finger in it? Which is so classic, like small child. I loved it. And then I'm like, well, that seems strange. 
I wonder if there's an unrated like extended cut. I guess yeah, it could say. be. Yeah. These days it probably is, or deleted scenes or things like that. Yeah. So like I said, like getting it. Th- this meant so much more to us because we were literally talking about all this stuff that the government released. <laughs> well, you know, Pentagon obviously released that there are crafts not from this planet that we have. Dude. That's uh, that was yeah. that's insane. You can spend hours discussing oh, oh, that easy, topic. Easy, and it's just crazy because we're watching this movie, and now we were just we were talking all about UFOs all day today, and I'm just like, my God, like you would never know if there's one that looks like us, they just drop them down. There's <laughs> a I I watched this video. Some Canadian like official said that he believes that some United States politicians are aliens. I could believe that. that. I think they call them... I'm not shitting you. I think they called them tall whites. <laughs> what? Tall whites was like what he considered they tall were. Tall whites? Yeah, as in like they're tall, lengthy, just like white aliens. Oh, all the aliens. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> It begs the question, like, how are these people in political office that, is, that they would publicly say something like that? <laughs> Unless he better really believe that. That's crazy. And that's a scary thought if you believe it also. Oh, but. my God. Yeah. No, this uh, definitely, uh, I'd say, folks, if you have, well, I mean, if you're listening this far, you probably. We'd already, hope you watched it. Yeah. Or we just ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> but I definitely uh, encourage everyone to go see it. And I would give this a second viewing, to be honest with you. Out of uh, one out of five stars, what would you say? I would give it like a four and a half. Yeah, I, I would say man. the same. I, I wouldn't it. say it's a perfect no. film, and but it was yeah. damn close to being just a fun ride and yeah. entertaining, which I think is the basic aspect of a film. Yeah. It should entertain you. Pacing was great. Totally entertained. And, yeah. I, and again, that... It gets that half, extra half a star for that hour and a half length. I love that. Yeah. It's the best. It's a, you know, compared to a three hour movie, yeah. all that really happens is you're diving deeper into maybe his background. You might find it. So it's hard to say that because ultimately, maybe there are aspects of it that you might, there are aspects of it you might want to see in detail. Yeah. And maybe if they're done well, you'd be more inclined to like oh that's even cooler know. you know but the fact that it's not there is making us talk and excited so you know what i mean so maybe that's that's the charm of it yeah so yeah 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 awesome movie brightburn thank you guys for recommending it and uh i don't know we'll see maybe recommend some other films definitely. definitely we we were really happy to get this one and yeah. i'm a huge fan of learning about films that i'm surprised i haven't seen yeah i'm absolutely down to watch whatever you guys come up with. yeah awesome guys well thank you so much for tuning in i'm rob i'm mike all right guys take care